Welcome back to North London's Most Read. Special guest on this podcast episode, Sully. How you doing, my man? I'm doing very good. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, good, man. We're going to be discussing England's semi-final win over Denmark. No, 2-1. this is not a discussion. This is screaming <laughs> hilarity. How are you going to cut me off like that? Because I don't give a shit. We're fucking in a final, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your normality yeah. and waiting to speak. Happy. I'm ready to go. We've got a soft penalty. We're in uh, the final. You're about to talk about you hate Sterling and he's shit, but he's won us the bro, game. We're in the know, final. I don't know what you're talking about. Player of the tournament. He's definitely not. But right, what I want to talk about is the fact that I'm so happy. Like I'm the England's biggest. Fan. <laughs> you just got on the mic like five minutes ago before we started recording and be like, oh, this, you know what? It's no, it's all Gareth Southgate's a fraud, and I can't believe we're in the <laughs> final. <laughs> you found the negative and everything. We're in a no, final. No, no. This man's not trying to listen to what I'm saying. Right, what I'm trying to allude to is the fact that. I'm so happy that England have won. I'm upset that we had to cheat to win. That's why I'm upset. It's about. not cheating. Jeez, Sterling, it's not cheating. Sterling has dived for that penalty. It's it's not cheating. Sterling dived. No. It's, there's a tiny amount of contact. It's not a penalty, I'm but waiting. it's also not a dive. So if it's not a penalty... It was not simulation. So if it's not a penalty... It wasn't simulation. It's not a penalty. Does that goal deserve to stand? I don't think it was a penalty. So you're not answering But there was a pretty decent a looking penalty. Just answer my question. I told you that I don't give it as a penalty. But I think we okay. score anyway with in that extra time. Nah, you can't be spouting hypotheticals and shit. Well, you're spouting nah, hypotheticals. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> let's, let's, the game, let's rest the game goes, goes sometimes. Sally, what are you saying, bro? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, um, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm asking you about the game. I'm not, I'm not asking you about your life story. <laughs> is brother. it a dive or is it not? Sally, back me, my man. It's a dive. Don't, don't I mean, it's, it's, it's not yeah. a dive. It's not a dive. It's a dive. No, no, no. It's, it's actually a dive. <laughs> yes, Sally. For the first time ever, you've agreed with me. Yeah, usually yes, Sally always backs me. I count him on my corner. I'm sorry. I can't back on this one. I can't back on this one. It's too <laughs> right. soft. That was hella soft. <laughs> one thing I'm ha- really happy about is Saka, that he actually was starting. Yeah. Because we're all Arsenal boys. We all love Saka. <laughs> he set up the first goal for England after Pickford fucking flopped at a free kick. So I'm glad, you know, he got us back in the game. If it wasn't for Saka today, we could very easily have lost that game today. And also, he was the best player on the pitch. Southgate benched him. Terrible decision. What the fuck's he doing with that? What the fuck is he doing? Benching <laughs> his best player. Like, I don't get it. We're going to come back to the same point over and over again. And I'm not <laughs> defending Southgate, and I don't think the I'm... Players, happy. The players listen, got us in the final. Listen, the players listen. The players in the final. Okay, the okay, hasn't. okay, okay. The players are good, but they're not as good as the 2006 squad. And then if the players were so nah, good, nah. then why didn't Sven Joran Eriksson get to the World listen, Cup final? Because if you actually take that team from 2006, yeah, there was quality players in pretty much every position, but we had no depth to the squad whatsoever. We no, had 11 nailed on, on starters. On. <laughs> we had 11 nailed on starters. We were playing fucking Skulls or Gerrard on the fucking wing. Like, there wasn't... We had 11 quality players, but we didn't have a good team. Now we've got players... And managers make need. good teams. No. You, you'd have to be stupid to not have the ridiculous talent in 26 players. Like, he couldn't fuck this up. Like, let, let's be honest. The reason we're in the final is because of our individual quality in players. It's got nothing to do with Southgate. You just said Southgate it was the team. An average manager. He's mate. He was a fucking under twenty ones manager. He got sacked at Middlesbrough because he was shit. Like, he's not a world class manager. Nowhere near it. He literally has inherited really good players, 
and a lot of the top teams have not been at it. Germany, if Germany, if Germany came correct to this tournament, they had, you know, the players that they've had over the previous years, they'd have fucking smashed us. Let's not get it twisted. Like, we've had a fortunate run. We've beaten every single team we should have beaten. We have not beaten a team that we weren't favourites for. Like, we, you think, we were, you were saying that favorites. we weren't favourites against Germany the I whole said time. My, no, 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 no. That you, the you whole time. Them. No, you've misconstrued No, I've got the text, said, bro. I've got no, 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 the text, no, no, no. man. What I've, got I you, said I've was, caught you in 4K no, on no, these no, WhatsApps, you bro. You haven't, you haven't at all. Because what I said to you was, and this is the clear distinction between I'm gonna the point I made. I'm going to control F in my WhatsApp. Right, so listen. Just listen, right? So what I said to you was, Germany, in my opinion, are the favourites. I didn't say Germany are the favourites. I said Germany are the favourites. You're backtracking a little bit. In my opinion, in my opinion, the bookies might have it differently. So no, they did have us a slight favourite, and you're trying to change this a bit. You said we won all the games we were favourite for, and you just say now that we weren't the favourites, but we were so talented that that we've been carried by the players to the final. So so after what I said, who who weren't we favourite for? We're favourite for every single game of this tournament so far. Prove me wrong. Have what I said is just true. Well, you said you we weren't just... against Germany. We were the bookies' no, favourite against Germany, me. slightly. I'm not talking about me and my opinion. I'm talking about the bookies. Have we been favourite for every single game? Yes. And Therefore, won every single has game. Southgate exceeded expectations? No. He's done everything he should have. You... And, and, made, and made lots of bad decisions along the way. And but how can you say it, it was a bad decision it, if it worked? And got away with it because our team of players are so good. Nothing to do with the manager. We have no idea if both of our preferred four at the back would have beaten Germany. Mate, we have no idea. He subbed a sub in Grealish. Like, if that doesn't show you mm-hmm. how much of a... No, like, how... Un, oh, I can't even speak. I'm pissed off about it. How clueless Southgate is, that will show you it's how not, clueless he is. The, this is. I'm not going to defend this, but I will tell you the thought behind it. We went to five at the back. We got a trip Why through. are we playing five at the back? Because you got to close out a lead, and they nah. did fantastically. And, we, and so he's saying, who is like an offensive and not defensive player? He picked Grealish for whatever reason. So and how are you, so, how are you keeping no, 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 Kenny Sterling on and benching Grealish that's already come on as a sub? Because they, both, keep... did, they both did really well in that last bit of extra time. <laughs> are we watching a different nah, game? Man. Nah. What did they nah, do wrong? Sterling they held it up. Off. Sterling lost the ball about 55 times. No, he wasted so much time. He lost the ball. No, I'm not saying in the last 15 minutes. I'm saying overall in the game. Look, Sterling will get you contributions and he'll always be involved in the game. But our build-up play and our attacks, constantly we lose the ball because of Sterling. He is not a good footballer. No matter you don't pick you him for his... like on-the-ball, technical, whatever ability. You build him for his off-the-ball and his ability to get in positions. Listen, you look at players like Saka, right? So Saka set up a goal, got a goal contribution today. The only reason we went to extra time, right? You don't see him lose the ball 55 times within the 90 minutes. He did a couple of times at the beginning, but I don't want to like, I don't want to compare because I'm not like favouriting Sterling over him. But like, he did well, but he also did lose the ball a couple of times. And I would rather say he didn't than Sterling because I'm on Saka's side over Sterling's. I'm just trying to give you the other opinion because you have like the most tunnel vision for you of all time. I, how have I got tunnel vision for you? <laughs> Did I not say that Sterling gets goal contributions and he gets... You said he was terrible he, today when he was good. He's, he died for a penalty. What else did he do? You referred back to the to one thing. Goal. So he he put pressure on the defenders to score an own, own goal after Saka did all the work and Kane did a brilliant free ball to Saka. Um, well, he what, did. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to like yeah. minimise that. Well, so he put pressure on a defender to score an own goal. Yeah, that got us in the game. And then died for a penalty, and that's his... I'm goal. not that's talking about the penalty. I'm not talking about the penalty. Did you also see when he missed a sitter from five yards out, 
And then he also had a shot at the edge of the box that went into Rosetta out the stadium. Yeah, you don't hit, pick him for his finishing. <laughs> then what? I, I wouldn't I have started him going into this tournament, but now I would definitely start him every game. And you've said on this podcast that you would also start him every game. Yes, right. What I'm trying to allude to is the fact that we'll I'm, it, not saying, I'm not saying that Sterling shouldn't have started today. I'm saying that Sterling shouldn't have stayed on the pitch as long as he did. You can't be benching Grealish. I'm not telling you that's the right play. Well, I'm just to, trying to give I, you the insight. I have to agree with him on that one. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just one. trying to give you the reason that he did it is he wanted to play five at the back. And, and also, it's not how, like a Grealish vendetta like you're saying. How are you benching Saka when he's your best player? Because Sterling won't come off, so it has to be the other side. Mm, I'm not sure about that. I don't agree with that personally. I'm just giving you the reason. Yeah, but it's a terrible reason. I'm not backing the reason. I'm telling you the Southgate's reason. You were backing the reason. I would actually personally leave Sterling on over Saka, not because he's a better player or because he was playing better, but because he's done it for longer and he knows how to close out these games better than Saka does. Just for them years of being at the tournaments and years playing at the top. Yeah, the mental and like the experience does come into it. Sterling had underperformed every other tournament he'd ever been at. He's been at the tournament. You're talking about experience. You're chatting shit. Experience doesn't necessarily mean being man of the tournament. It just means yeah, you've done right. it before. You understand how it works. You understand the rules of the game. Yes, yeah, Sadie, I want to get your opinion on Southgate and what you think of this England team. If Southgate. you're still awake. <laughs> 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 no, no, I'm, I'm still here. Southgate, um, in my opinion, I thought he started off badly, but um, I'm keep, I, I'm in, and he, he kept making um, what, what is it? What is it called? Uh, he came. He came making rash decisions like. Uh, like it's 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 substitution this tournament has been wacky if if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He doesn't know how to he doesn't know um I don't think he knows his team. I don't think he knows what his best eleven is. Yeah. Um and because that that Greenish double sub, like I don't understand that. Like like the guy just came on and he's and he and he was a threat. It wasn't like Greenish wasn't doing anything. He was he was in um a threat and for him to come off and Sterling to still be on because you know in all fairness Sterling should have got, should have got off, um, but um, but yeah, I th- I think the biggest sub that was weird to me was the one that didn't get made, which is why I don't know why Phillips didn't come off earlier instead of Rice for Henderson because Phillips wasn't impacting the game. Rice is way cleverer defensively and like just would have been more of a help. And if we conceded. I'd have been mad because I Henderson thought like we should have had well, Rice. He did, well. but Henderson Phillips should have come really off well. instead of Rice. Rice had more to give that game. Yeah, Rice, Rice looked a bit shot though. I think. No, I feel like Phillips did, and Phillips wasn't impacting the game. He was just like. I think they were both tired. I'll be honest. Uh, they looked quite. tired. I felt like Rice should have stayed on the pitch, and Phillips should have come off. Mm, yeah, no, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's all opinions. They both, they both had solid, if unspectacular, games. Um, but that's kind of what you want from your holding midfielders. You don't really want them to, you know... Well, I mean, if they have a world-class game, then fair enough. But the less you hear about them, it's probably the better. Because they're there to protect the back four. They're not really there to get forward and attack. They didn't really contribute much going forward. But that's what you expect when you play six defensive players. So it's £2,400 to buy a probably fake ticket to the finals at Wembley. Yeah. Who's taking the risk, boys? It's like Russian roulette, like <laughs> fucking your bank account instead of like. I've just, I've just had a kid. I ain't got fucking money for that shit. You bring the kid with you. It's only two thousand four hundred pounds more. <laughs> Bro, baby's getting free. Hopefully, I doubt it, my man. Don't have to be double jabbed from that first. 
Yeah. Oh, that's bad because um we haven't got through the double jab list yet, so we can't go anywhere. I presume it's a double jab thing, or uh, unless no, unless it's, it's not um, a negative test. I don't. Know oh, is that what it is? Okay, okay. Yeah, there's no there's no legal requirement. I don't want to talk about COVID and shit, but yeah, I don't think there's any legal. Because it's gonna be ninety k on Sunday for the full stadium packed out. That's gonna be such a vibe, man. Yeah. yeah. But it's I don't think it's Italian fans are allowed in, are they? Are they? I think ones so that are based in England. Yeah, and no, there's I mean, way English, more than English enough Italian fans. Yeah, so there are Italians living in England. There's like hundreds of thousands of Italians living in England, so they won't like struggle to fill it out on their bit. Oh sure. How what's that allocation? Are you not really sure at this point? Yeah, well, I mean, Denmark Probably got allocated um, seven thousand out of sixty. <laughs> okay, so they might they might get about ten. 10 or 12 maybe yeah we'll get like 75 at least yeah so we're, we're def- we're, don't you just you know, love it when the neutral tournament becomes a home tournament i tell you what though like with Italy I don't know if you watched them the other night and you've watched them much throughout the tournament but they know how to win so they're going to be difficult they're going to be difficult to oh, win. we're not favourites for this game let me check the odds actually I don't think we're favourites I, I wouldn't they're, say that we're favourite the, the thing that's interesting is the fact that before the tournament, we were Ooh, ranked. These are we were ranked hi- We were ranked higher. Yeah. As in, we were ranked more favourably than Italy before the tournament. We're fourth so in the interest- world. It'd be interesting to see if the bookies have kind of changed their mind from what's happened. So, do you want to sit? Do you want to hear the odds? Go on, go for it. Who do you think's favourite? I mean, judging from before the tournament, it's England. So you'd you'd say that if we won most of our games by the Scotland game, that shouldn't really have impacted like the the bookies favorites I guess. so we're but around two to three four to five four to six seven to ten area yeah. and they're 11 to 10 or one so we're the favorites yeah i thought we would the thing is right it's because the home advantage i reckon yeah as well. you've got you've got wembley you've got more it. fans it's in the country but then also you what you've got to take into account is like italy aren't phased by pressure and they will happily come to england impose their game and not give a fuck so it's difficult to call. They also had an extra day conditioning and recovery because they played yesterday, and that really fucks me off because that's like way bigger deal than people think. Like it's like they've, done, like, they've had it um, throughout the tournament because they they were in the first group, weren't they? They're were in Group A. Was they've they always first, had a bit. Yeah. Of, they've always had um, that kind of. It probably isn't even a big deal until like the fifth one in a row, like this one, because you can like yeah. you can like you can rotate in the group games. But when like you play three games every three days, it's like on the edge of like all right. Yeah. But for this final, it's going to be where, like, and you saw the Denmark players are falling over, and like it's, it's it'll get to you. And like for, for some reason though, we've been pretty good. We haven't really even really had any cramp or anything in our squad. We got full squad yeah. to pick from. No one's well, really we, got injured. Um, we've been lucky in the fact of. This is the first game for us that's gone to extra time. Yeah. Um, it's also because of a lot of our players playing the Premier League as well. They're used to playing a lot of games all the time. Um, we, I think, in the English game, um, typically compared to other leagues, we have an extra cup competition. Uh, we also have a lot of players that are from the top six clubs that play in a lot of the other competitions like the Champions League and the Europa League and all that sort of stuff. Um, that are used to playing two times, three times a week if needed. So we've kind of we've got a better conditioning than I'd say someone like Denmark, where half their players might be playing in these types of competitions, but half of them won't be. So they will only be accustomed to playing once or twice a week at the most. So I think we've got better conditioning in our team than teams like Denmark. But I think when it comes to Italy, you don't. It's going to be in a balanced playing field in terms of recovery, 
Um, they seem to have a slightly older squad than us. They've got players like Benucci and Chile. But that's just the centre backs, though. Apart from that, it's a young squad. Yeah, but you uh, you still you still got older players in that team. Whereas you, I, I can't think of who that. else is like even twenty nine. Immobile, that's it. Yeah, well, well, think of an R team. We've probably what our oldest player is probably. It's Kyle Walker. Walker, he's thirty one. He's like 30. thirty. Yeah, exactly. So our team. It's a, it's a young, young squad. Fresh. Yeah, and also we can we've got a lot of depth as well. So there's a lot we can bring from the bench. No injuries, like you said. <sighs> Mate, <laughs> it's gonna be such a mad one if we win. I'm gonna have to find a way to get into the centre of London or something. For sure. If you manage to get a ticket, give it to me. Yeah, I'll just sell or my just fucking heart and kidneys. Or just buy mine. <laughs> <laughs> or we just break it. No, that can't happen. So what are you saying for the final? <laughs> What's what your think? prediction, Sally? What do you think the final score is going to be, man? Um, for me, uh, I think Italy is going to be is going to be a bit much for um for England, if, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. we done well to get to get to the final, but I don't think. I don't. I don't think we, we we have been as tested as Italy has because that's going to come into play as well. Um, the teams that we yeah. have faced, um, except, apart from maybe Germany, um, people expected us to win that one. Maybe they did. Um, I, I don't really know yeah. what the odds were for for that one. But apart from Germany, England really hasn't had uh, had much of a test. Their yeah, group was quite easy run. to come. F- yeah, yeah. The group stage was quite. Um, um, they could handle that, in my opinion. Southgate's um, been lucky, to be fair. Like, considering <laughs> the run he had to the World Cup semi-final and the run he's had to this Euros 2020. Like, I'm not so, I'm not trying to say Southgate's shit or take anything away from him. Well, you've literally you, been saying that. If you, if, no, I, I said that he's made mistakes. I've no, I've got texts from, like, two hours ago where you called him average. a fraud. No, you say he's yeah, a fraud and all this Sakharov. shit. It's emotional because he took Sakharov. But you've just, you've just, like gone back on your word like 10 times so far. I said at the time I thought it was a fraud. Southgate's a fraud, beat a past it Germany and people think he goes hard. <laughs> yeah. What, what's, what's wrong <laughs> with that? You're not like, I'm not saying he's shit. But like, like, but you, you say he's shit daily. Telly's basically said the same thing as in the fact of like... He's been converted. Telly's been converted. Been you still <laughs> you still think that this guy is just some PE teacher. He's got us to this final. He pretty much no, is, I, mate. I, I wouldn't... Yeah but, that's, yeah, but he got us to the final making... Um, unable to make a decision like like for like um, for example um, Raheem Sterling even even um, even Raheem Sterling that um, him not being subbed off and also um, previously him getting um, his sections has been quite poor in in the tournament. He's got like he's got how I many right backs coming to the tournament. So like um, so in all, in all fairness. When it comes to his decision making, I think that that has been questionable. In all fairness, though, all four right backs have played. <laughs> Not even all the left backs have played. Chilwell hasn't seen any minutes. We've only got three right backs, haven't we? Oh, did uh, did Alex on? No wait, no Trent. Trent. It's only Trent Walker and Rhys James. Uh, so oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, my bad. There was there was going to be four. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they I have mean, all played though. Uh, in one of the, I think maybe the second or first game that we played, I was talking about Trent, that how he needed to play, and then you were like, "You know, he's not in the squad." Yeah, <laughs> I was saying that we needed like creativity from the fullbacks because I'm still a firm believer that Shaw's been very creative at left yeah. back. But Shaw's right been backs, amazing. Right, like Carl Walker plays because of his recovery speed, and you saw that a few times. He was today. amazing defensively yeah. today. He was amazing yeah. defense. So, he 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 saved us a couple of but times. But you do you do suffer going forward sometimes with Carl Walker because going forward he's not great. Yeah, 
Yeah, but so, it was always about the left side for the whole tournament anyway. We've been like yeah. purposefully like weighing down the left and then leaving it on the right. Well, in the same it, way that Italy bombed down the left yeah. when they had um Di, is it Di Lorenzo was his name? Uh no, um Spitzanola when he was bombing down that yeah. side. So they'd leave it on Di Lorenzo's side and he stayed back a bit more because it was just like one well, it doesn't have to be perfectly symmetrical in football. Like just because no. the formations sit in a symmetrical way doesn't mean they actually act like that. Well, you see it with Arsenal often enough. We attack down the left so often with you know Tierney and whoever's playing on the left, if it's Saka or Aubameyang or whatever, it's normally it all comes down from the left, mainly from Tierney. But like we primarily play from the left. It's the same with these other teams as well. Um, you know sometimes it can be the right, but it seems these days it seems to be a lot of the teams go from the left. So right, so we're moving on to the final. Yeah, the slight favourites. Italy are a big man team. Donnarumma's a bad man keeper. They got old school defenders that smoke fags at in the showers <laughs> at half time and then go and play like they're on yeah. steroids Buffon's soul is hanging over us yeah one big big win is that Spinozola is out injured but they've got a really solid midfielder uh, midfield like people like Locatelli Barella those sorts of players and then Chiesa's really impressed me I didn't really think much or know much about him until now Immobile's obviously just bangs goals in Italy but couldn't do it elsewhere um and various other players. Look, they've got. I I, I didn't realise this, but they've got depth that's just as strong as ours. Like I didn't. I even if, like, we didn't really yeah. pay Italy the same attention for long before they came to the tournament, and because they hadn't made the World Cup, people weren't really ready for how strong they were going to be. They got mm-hmm. depth. They got top players, man. Yeah. They got I want to allude, allude to the fact as well. Sully mentioned it earlier, but just going through Italy's game. So, their first game of the tournament, they beat Turkey three 0 Fair mm. enough. A lot of people said Turkey's were dark horses. They're not the greatest team as they've shown going forward, but 3 0 against Turkey is a good result. They then beat Switzerland 3 0. Wasn't it 1 0? No, they beat Switzerland 3 0. Are you sure? Yeah, that's what it says on here. Okay. It, it was 3 0. And then they beat Wales 1 0 in the last group stage game. They beat Switzerland 3 0. So I'm just, I've got the results up here, so they're not likely to be wrong. Um, so, you know, they beat Turkey 3 0 in the group. They beat Switzerland 3 0, who knocked out uh, France and nearly knocked out Spain. If they didn't, Spain didn't win on penalties. They then beat Wales 1-0, albeit with a red card. Then they've beaten Austria in the round of 16. Austria are probably not the hardest team, but they're not a bad team They either. struggled against probably, Austria. Probably a similar level. It took level them to, to extra time. Similar level to Denmark, maybe no, slightly No, nowhere near. Nowhere near. Nah. Nowhere in my near. opinion. Nah. Then nowhere they beat near. Belgium. <laughs> they're they Alaba plus 10. Yeah, then that's, that's Ale- about then it. Then they beat Belgium 2-1. Then they beat Spain on penalties. So they, they've... They've played some hard teams. They've 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 actually, you know, they've they've played more hard teams than England have from the World Cup 2018 and Euro 2020 combined in their run. Like they 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 know how to beat teams. You can't you don't beat Belgium, Spain, you know. Switzerland without being a good team and, um, and they beat better teams than us yeah but we've still beaten Croatia Denmark and Germany to get here Croatia are past it Germany are past it you can say um, what you want Denmark, but those are big scouts okay. on your way They're not if, you, if you heard like Italy had beaten those three teams you'd go fair enough that's a good run no. I'm not if, saying it's if, the hardest England, one but it's not like we've just beaten a part time like part time bunch of like whatever be, Malta no, of course. They're decent people teams, but they're not they're not the level of Belgium or Spain we we took big scalps and it was a, it was a softer scalp. run than average. Germany's a big scalp. We've taken an average size scalp because Germany Germany were getting beaten six 0 by Spain. No, they beat your darling Portugal that you obsess about, mate. And okay. they and Portugal okay. are a good squad. 
Okay, They're, so they, Germany are a top team, and we beat to, them. They also lost to France and drew to Hungary. So, you know, whatever you want to say about it, they aren't a great team at the moment. They have been historically. They're an amazing team historically, but they aren't great. No, their squad is just as strong as ours. It's not. It's not like Look that's, at that squad, mate. If you've, if you've when players like Gnabry that, that would walk into our team are on the bench... If you said that, you know nothing about football. No. If you've honestly said that, you Look, know you chop football. and change between oh, the raw quality and they don't play as a team. I'm telling you they've got the raw quality and you'll oscillate okay. and say it doesn't so matter they, and it carries us, so but you look, say that it won't carry them because they're not a team. Is that what you're about to say? Before the tournament, they lost to North Macedonia 2-1. I'm not saying... They lost 6-0 to look, Spain. They I know. Six 0 to Spain. Okay, so we we keep oscillating around, right? Between raw squad, bad management, and or mm-hmm. in our case, you know, terrible management and being dragged to the final, like you say, or yeah. not good squad, great team overperforming. Look at the squad they've got and tell me that they are not full world class positions. Every single part of their they're team. Not, they're not full world class positions. They've got five or six really really good players i'd say three or four debatably world class they haven't that you were you could say of england we've got good players in every position and more on the bench i don't want to go into it too much because i don't want to turn it into you know to be negative or anything like that well I'm you've so just been negative for 25 minutes i haven't been negative have i been negative what have, been what negative have you got about? positive to say about what we've done so far i said that in this huge accomplishment that's lifted the nation saka has done amazing <laughs> you know, Southgate. You know he's got lucky, but just have a beer and celebrate. Let yourself have one Absolutely. smile in happy. one fucking time. But the thing is, you're saying this to me, but apart from maybe a few of the more controversial things I've said, Selly's agreed with everything. But I don't see you having a go at Selly. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, yeah, I'm, keep, I'm keeping Selly on my I'm side because he usually agrees I'm with adorable. me. <laughs> I need to keep him sweet. <laughs> Steady's on my side with this one, you know. Yeah, but I'm not going to upset him because so in the future he'll he'll tell you how wrong you, you are in the Arsenal games. What are you predicting? Oh, come on, man. What am I predicting? You know what? I told you this. From the very beginning, you were saying, oh, Portugal looks so good. I yeah. said, we can have them. You said, oh, the Netherlands yeah, looks so play, good. We didn't play Portugal. We can have them. We didn't play the Netherlands. When we played Germany, you said, oh, they're favourites. Yeah. I said, we can have them. No, but listen, but I felt this whole time yeah, something's in the air. There's a twinkling feeling in the sky. I said I can feel it. No, I'm talking, I'm talking. I can feel something in the air. There's something different. There's something going on and it's coming home. I've never felt so certain of anything (laughs) in my life. I've I've low-key felt it the entire time of this tournament. I've literally felt it. It's been like stardust. It's all around us. The oxygen is alight with nah, England flags. The we you are going to win this tournament. You were saying if we get to the semi-finals, I'd be happy. That's what you said. Yeah, but I felt like we were good. We had so something. I just felt like we could win. You didn't feel it. I felt it the whole time. I really feel like we're going to win. Messages after the Scotland game. He's lying. P- pull him up. Pull him up. Well, you want me to scroll back through fucking thirty days worth of shit? Well, you can't talk about that. I don't remember any of this. Bro, I may have said I'll, like, I'll oh, we. Right. I may have said we were shit, I'll but I've always right felt now. like we could do it on our day. We could do it. The Scotland wasn't do or die. We were already basically through. We'd beaten Croatia. I feel Bro, like we Croatia can do it, and apart. I'm not trying to tell you that we're considered favourites against Italy, and I'm not trying to tell you this is going to be a walkover. But I just have faith in the boys. I feel like they can do them okay, in I'm, every I'm, single obstacle so far. We've pulled right. it out the bag. We we've defeated. Shit, we've we've defeated Germany. We got the curse done with that. We previously won a penalty shootout that got us over the previous one a couple of years ago. So that's off our systems. We've got rid of all our demons of the last Wait, however many decades. 
the one against. I'm talking about the one a couple of years ago against Columbia. I'm saying that all oh. of the trials and tribulations we've overcome, that we've exercised all of those demons and we've come back fully fresh and without any um, things that would just hold, held, like any curses or any kind of things that would be held upon us that might like mentally affect one's game. We're here. We're playing with the fullest of our ability. We're playing with we're not playing creativity, with and we're, we're we're positive, and we're going. I feel like we can do it, and I feel like we're going to do it one nil. Shit, how's the win? Nah. And I'm going to fucking get paralytic. I I don't I I, I want to pull that up, and I I want to see what Sally's opinion is on this as well. When you alluded to the fact that we've played to the fullest of our ability, I actually don't believe that. I, I really didn't allude don't. to it. You keep fucking saying alluding. I'm straight up saying it. We're killing yeah. the game and I it's coming home. I don't. I don't think we, <laughs> we have at all. I don't think we played our best football. No, I really nah. don't. I oh. think barring the Ukraine game, well, considering the Ukraine a terrible opposition. No offense to them, but they're not a good team. I don't think we've. I don't think we've been fluid. I don't think we've really shown attacking like domination. I think we've been. But that's solid not what you do at an international tournament where it's all or nothing. No, but you're not. But you don't not, play 38 games. It doesn't even out. It doesn't regress you, to the mean. This yeah, is all this or nothing. Is, yeah, but this is. But you you can't be sitting there and saying that we've played to our absolute peak potential. No, but I think we've played in a way that grinds out results and wins you tournaments. Yeah, but that's not playing to our peak potential. Well, it is. If you if your aim is not to play the flashiest and win eight nil, but to win the tournament, it is. So what? Right. So, as far as our team goes, right. If you look at the 26 or 23 man squad, whatever you want to call it, right? 26. And you look at that team. Yeah, no, I know it's 26, but I'm saying there's only 23 man squad on match day, right? So, what I'm trying to allude to is the fact of. Stop saying fuck. Someone leave in the comments how many times he said what I'm allude. trying to allude to. <laughs> I love allude. The word allude is, just turns me on, man. Right. right, anyway. What I'm trying to allude to. <laughs> no, I'm joking, right. But, um, I forgot my point. It's because you didn't have a fucking point in your I role. actually did have a point, I did have a point. I'll try and catch it in a sec. Oh, that's cute. Um, yeah, right. Even so in our 23-man squad, yeah. Our, if anyone said what type of game would we play or what type of players would we set up for, it'd be attacking players, right? And that's not me saying that we should, should we should have played attacking. That's not me alluding to the fact that we should have. <laughs> just, a, just a nice one for you there. So what I'm trying to allude to is the fact that... <laughs> What I'm trying to say, right, is that we haven't played anywhere near our attacking potential because our team is stacked full of attackers and we haven't had one game where we, we've outright attacked like... We haven't had you know, to. Yeah, no, but I'm not saying This is that, tournament football. Playing, this isn't the Premier League. You're saying we played to our potential and we haven't played yeah, to we've, our Yeah, we've played to our tournament wing we potential. Haven't. We have. We've grinded out every result we had to grind out. We've, we've done ridiculously well. I'm not saying we haven't. But we haven't played to our full potential. You're mixing up what potential means in any one situation. What I think's happened is no one thought that Southgate was a world-class manager coming off the, the, the Middlesbrough relegation and all that stuff and then, you know, being inside he the FA. We he don't still know. isn't there. Listen, listen, listen. I think that he's a good learner and I think he's a sponge and I think he genuinely has the ambition to be the best and I think that as he's got into tournament football and international football... He's done his research and he's come to the conclusion that amazing attacking teams that go balls to the wall don't win tournaments because you might give yourself a bigger chance of winning 5-0 but give your smaller chance of winning the tournament in the long run because there are just bigger deviations in your form and you might win 5-0-1 and then lose the next one 3-0. But this isn't 38 games where it will be if you are the best team overall. 
you get the most points. It's do or die, and if you're out, you're out. And if you play a certain game that is more likely to lead to you winning 1-0, you go through, and you have the highest chance of winning the tournament. And I think he's figured that out, and he's that's the plan, and he's executed it perfectly, because here we are in the final, fighting in front of Wembley, in front of 90,000 Brits for the Euros. Yeah, so what's your score predictions? 1-0, shithouse win. Penalty or free kick? Or corner. Set piece. I think it's going to go to extra time. Um, I think it's going to go to extra time. And that's when uh, I think England are going to get their goal um, during during that period of of extra time. I I think it's going to be a a bit similar to, to today's game because of the way that Italy plays. They're very... It, um, they do like to play with, with a register, so Sorry. so it's it's usually slow. Uh, yeah, I thought you said a minute ago that you thought Italy were going to win. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, what I'm saying is Italy has a lot of quality, but but yeah. um, but even though I say that they're going to win, I think it's going to go down to extra time. Yeah, but you just said you thought England were going to score an extra time and win it, but then you said that you thought Italy were going to win. <laughs> I'm confused, mate. Now, what what I'm trying to say is, even though I say that Italy are, are going to win, what I meant by that was that they're going to be tough to beat. Okay, so who's winning then? It's coming home. For, for, for 100% <laughs> clarity, Selly, because I'm a bit confused. Who's going to win? I think... In, okay, fine. Uh, maybe, no, just be, just be honest who you think is going to win. Are we we want to hear the matter, emotions. No What's what your heart you say, telling you? No matter what you say, <laughs> it's got to be your genuine opinion. Don't try and... Because Jamie said England win. If you don't think England will win, <laughs> say, say you don't think England are going to win. Like No one's insulted or anything like that here. So just genuinely from your heart, who's going to win? Honestly, I, I think... Honestly, I think it, it, it depends on... Okay, fine. Um, who's going to win? Who's going to win? Three, two, one. What comes to mind? It's England or Italy. Italy comes to mind. Fuck you. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do that. Bit. <laughs> I, he I led us along. He strung me along for like five <laughs> minutes with the it's coming home just to leave got, me. See, I've got two things in my head. I've got my head, which tells me. My man is telling it, me no. My body is telling me it's coming home. <laughs> right. Anyway. So my head's telling me that Italy, it's going to be a 1-1 and go to penalties and Italy are going to win on penalties. But my heart tells me that we're going to bring it home. We're going to bring it home 2-1. Um, but I'm honestly not going to be seen for like I think, five days if we win, I, I think, swear. Uh, I think my head's the more what I'm leaning to. I wish it was my heart. Um, I'd do anything for England to win the Euros. It would be absolute scenes. I'd love it. Um, I still wouldn't agree that everything has been perfect, but um, and I do feel like this te- this team has more potential than than what they've shown. That's not to say that Southgate's a terrible manager, just an average manager that could have done better. And the players have really helped boost his career. And you know, there's something wrong with that. He took the opportunity, he's grasped it, and fair play. He's made some dubious decisions. Luckily, because of the quality of our players, that haven't cost us. But if it was an international team with slightly less pedigree uh, or quality players, um, they wouldn't have got this far with Southgate as a manager. That's for sure, in my opinion. Obviously. So, there was an interview that Sven and Eriksson did a year or two ago, 
Yeah. When he was being held to account for how shit he was with the gold generation, and they said, "What were you doing? Why didn't you do something?" We knew that Lampard and Gerard couldn't play together, and we knew this stuff. Yeah. And why was Skulls out on the left? And he said, "I couldn't drop any of those." What would what would the media have said? Yeah. And I thought that was the most pussy bitch boy play you could ever do, which is go by what the media say and let them yeah. pick your team rather than be a manager sure, sure. and know what's best and do it. Yeah. Today, Southgate did something that was, if we lost, 100% in the fans' eyes the wrong play. And so to make that decision, you have to really, really think that it's going to get you the win and it's the right play for the win. Because if you just want to keep your job, a la Ericsson, you just do what the, is popular. And he took Grealish off, who was a sub on, which is a ridiculous thing to do in the eyes of everyone. So to do that, you have to have full faith that what you're doing is bringing the fucking trophy home and getting you to the final. And someone who's got the balls to make a play like that that is universally unpopular is a lot better than fucking Sven Joran Eriksson not dropping one of the golden generation because there was just no. too many players in a position. And no. catering and not standing up for yourself as a manager. I don't. I, I. 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 I get what you're trying to say. I genuinely don't believe that it's relevant in any way, shape, or form. Um, I think <laughs> that the bizarre decision to sub Grealish ultimately didn't make really make a difference. He shouldn't have done it, but I don't think that would cost you a game. Whereas picking the wrong team completely for your country is going to cost you. Subbing a sub, you know, is going to have minimal impact. It's just a ridiculously stupid thing to do to the player because it embarrasses the player for one it shows that Southgate doesn't rate him not as much as you know England fans do and it's Southgate's not about the players opinion. it's about it the team it's winning it's offensive I guarantee you Grealish's not offended he was offended he won't he won't mention it because he's probably a professional and he doesn't want to but I just you, you just don't do that you don't do it. It's also worth... That sounds so... Spain, you're an excellent... Oh, you don't do that. You don't drop one no, of no, Skulls, no. Gerard and Lampard. What, what would the it's media have said about it? I've never said... Never They'd said have like written that. memes about how I... I I'm, I'm just a Swede just coaching England. <laughs> oh, I think of what Reddit would be like. You're being stupid because the, the thing is, you're, you're trying to make out that starting world-class players is the same thing as subbing on a sub and then subbing the sub. When these two things are not comparable, they're not relevant whatsoever to each other. If Southgate had started, you know, if he'd started a, a team full of people that shouldn't have started and all this sort of stuff, then I'd get your point and you can use it as a reference. But you're just coming up with some bizarre, n completely irrelevant reference, which makes no sense and has no context with what you're trying to say. And I'm just confused with what the fuck you're going on about, really. How is that not relevant? It's a decision. It's completely, I've explained to you why it's not relevant. No, you haven't. It's you just you just said you just said it's not you're, relevant. You're it doesn't mean it, right. that it's so you're, not. You're naming. You're naming. Right. Right. So 15 years ago, a manager didn't drop players because of because, reputation. Because right? of popularity. Yeah, because of reputation. Popularity and reputation scared of the media. Right. So how is that comparable to subbing uh, put, putting a sub on, which is Jack Grealish, right? Quality player. And then subbing him again. What what relevance does that have to the Sven Goran Eriksson thing? I don't get it. It's Sally, can you help me out here? I really don't understand what point he's trying to make. Do you, what? I don't. I honestly don't know what you're trying to say, mate. 
I brought up Swindon. You're, basi- you're basically agree- you're basically trying to make the point that Southgate's not scared to make decisions where. Sven Goran Eriksson was right. Is that your point? Uh, I'm not interested in Sven Goran Eriksson. I gave you an example of two of the best squads we've had. One yeah. manager was so afraid of not towing the line and doing okay. something that was unpopular and could leave him being blamed for wrongdoing. Okay. Because if you start everyone who's the yeah. the nominal best player on the pitch and you lose, then yeah. the surface level fans will go, well, you know, we had the fucking good squad. He played the right yeah. players. What can we do? We just got beaten. But if you do something mm-hmm. as universally as unpopular as taking Grealish off when you've already subbed him off, yeah, uh, subbed him on, and you lose, you get skinned alive because that yeah. is completely unpopular to the most popular player in England right now. So to do that, you have to really believe that that's going to give you the upper hand and let you win the game because if you just want to keep your job and you want to be popular and you want to be the FA's golden boy, you don't do something like that. I and also, that's the difference between them. I also want to... I'll, I'll put this in simplest terms I can. A dumb decision is a dumb decision, no matter which way. No matter the circumstances, a dumb decision is a dumb decision. And you can't change that. Nothing that you can say will change my mind. The Southgate subbed Grealish, who came on as a sub. There's there's nothing that can change my mind regarding that. That's stupidity. It's dumb. It's offensive to the player. It's not needed. It's terrible man management. And it was not needed. And it was... He hasn't started Grealish a game in the Euros. He doesn't rate him clearly, but that's embarrassing. You don't see the bigger today. picture. I do. You're choosing not to see like a selection of smaller actions and how they result in a game, and it's difficult to explain. I'm yeah. not saying that he's right. I'm saying you're refusing to like see not, the line of thought. I, I don't. I I've I've explored your line of thought. You haven't. To You've me, just gone to back me, to what you said before. To me, it doesn't make much sense. I don't see what point you're trying to make. Sally, what's your opinion on this, mate? Um, personally, um, I do see what um, I do see what Jamie was saying in regards to um, in, um, to Sven Joran Eriksson. Um, I do see what he mean what he meant by that because, um, but I, um, but I think the way he used it in terms of um, in terms of him saying him saying that. Um, Southgate is trying to. Um, what he does is. What, wait, what was I trying to say? Um, <laughs> He's confused you too, no, mate. No, no, I, just, I just lost my point. 4D <laughs> chess management. <laughs> Southgate for PM. Southgate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty different. Um, what? Uh, one. Right, oh, fu- fucking Lynch. We just took that for a bit. <laughs> well, we've sold Gwendouzi to Marseille. That's officially yeah. done now. What would you rate uh, his Arsenal career out of 10? I mean, I'll let Sully go on this because I've spoken a lot tonight. So is Jamie, but Sully hasn't spoken much. And no, no, it's fine, this, it's fine. Before we came on this podcast as well, Sully said he wanted to talk some Arsenal stuff. Go on, so go on. What would go, you Sully. rate Gwen Doozy out of 10? 10 being messy, destroyer, busquets, killer, Puyol level hair, almost Gwen Doozy. And one is um, Andre Santos. <laughs> I think you've done well, in my in my opinion. Um, I I'll give him a seven though. I give him a seven. What could yeah. he have done better, and what could he have done yeah. worse? Um, I I think his his decision making is what is um like. It, sorry, I think his attitude is um is yeah, is an is an issue. If I'm being honest with you, but I do think if Emery can get the best out of him, 
I'm surprised why Ateta, Ateta wouldn't work with, wouldn't, wouldn't want to want to work with yeah. him when, um, especially when, uh, what he did was just it wasn't like it was it wasn't justified. He, he saw his teammate be um, get injured by um, by a sneaky um, thing that happened with Neil Morpe. You know, you know, yeah. you know what happened. Yeah. So I think him seeing that and reacting the way he did was was more justified because that's for your teammate. Um, um, but the stance that Ateta has taken to completely freeze him out of the team, I think we've lost one, in my opinion. But yeah. but I wouldn't say he set everyone alight. If I'm if 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 you go and coming where coming from, that's why I don't want. That's why I'm not um, giving him a, a higher rating than seven because I think he's yeah. done well in his debut season for his age as well. But but it wasn't. Like oh the like it wasn't like an Ozil let's be like that yeah yeah that's fair enough I think I'm upset about the money because I remember when he was linked with PSG oh, yeah. uh, like halfway through his first season Arsenal when he was like I guess it's peak um, and the the quoted figure was sixty mil and all the Arsenal fans yeah. on Reddit were fuck that sixty eighty for us to have a conversation and now we sold him for ten mil. And it's like just sure. a bit sad, of like you know we and we thought that he was going to be one of you know those young core that would be around and be around for fifteen years and win us the Ballon d'Or and the World Cup and I mean I'm taking the piss but you know we had this idea of all these young players that were all yeah. coming through at the same time. This was I guess before I guess Saka really had come through properly and I guess we thought that Reese Nelson was going to be the next big thing. We had hopes for Enketia. This is a couple of years back now. Torreira was going to be the heart of the team for so long yeah. and I guess this is a bit depressing that all of these players that we thought were going to become like stalwarts for Arsenal and like long-term Arsenal servants it hasn't worked out with for, yeah. for one reason or another and I think the 10 minutes just sounds rough for someone who's the under 21 captain of France who has not played for France but has been called up to the senior squad and sat on the bench like it's, it's you know that he's worth more than that and you know that he's better than that and for someone so young you can like and I don't even think the mentality is a bad thing. I just think Arteta is being stubborn for not reintegrating it because that mentality could be harnessed positively because your yeah. player's guts out for you. And honestly, if we're going to be purely about it, if you're on 40 grand a week at 19 and someone fucking kicked your mate in the leg and injured him, the first thing I'd go is, you know what, man, I'm on fucking 40 grand a week. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> nah. um, it's ironic because um, I know what you mean. we want to sign James mean. Madison, right? And when, there's all these stories about when yeah. James Madison was at Norwich and he used to be in the like local clubs before he was a big, big deal. He's only like a, quite a big deal. And like, yeah. there's so many stories about him being a cunt where if you'd run into him in the clubs, like the first thing he tells you is like, look how expensive these fucking shoes are. I'm on seven grand a week, cunt. <laughs> it's like, well, now we sign and we're trying to sign someone who's exactly the same. So like, you know, whatever. You give kids crazy money, they're going to be arrogant about it, man. If I was on 40 grand a week, I'd be dead by now. At least they're still playing professional football. Yeah, no, I, I agree with pretty much, you know, everything you guys have said regarding Gwendizzi. I think it's sad. Um, I do feel like Arteta does pick and choose who he has problems with. And I think it's, you know, it seems to genuinely be with a lot of the younger players if you take into account Saliba, uh, Reese Nelson and Willock and Gwendouzi, who haven't really featured under him. Um, in terms of just Gwendouzi, though, um, I think he was a bit overrated. Um, I think he was a, a decent, a decent player. Um, I think he was only considered kind of a little bit higher than decent because of his age and that he went into the team. But after seeing him, apart from a few games, I, I remember a, a Tottenham game where he performed quite well and got a good assist for Aubameyang. Um, 
I don't really remember him ever really like dominating a game. I think he was quite tidy. Um, there was never anything to me which I ever thought he could get to a world-class level. Um, his attitude obviously didn't work out in the end. And there's the Brighton incident. I, I agree with you in the fact that I don't feel like that should have been um, the end of his Arsenal career. Um, but I mean, it, it says more about Arteta than it does Guendouzi. Uh, like you said, if he's got that winning mentality, he's a bit of a dick. But sometimes you need a dick in your football team. Arsenal don't have enough dicks. Um, <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? I, I don't. What like mm-hmm. legendary leader wasn't an asshole? Yeah, like think of Roy Keane. Think of Vieira. if you're agreeable and you sure just want dick, to be liked you know by I mean? everyone, you don't murder the game because people like can take liberties. Where if you don't fucking let them because you know that you'll crash them for it, then you demand higher standards. Like you, it's very very few leaders that aren't like imposing people and i'm not saying he's yeah. a leader but he was an impo like he had the potential to be an imposing person he had that winner's sick mindset he had the grip man he had the grip he'd go for, he'd really he'd re- do you know what i mean like you know that he'd he'd dig deep for your team you know that he'd carry the ball in the last you know he'd be the one carrying the ball in the last 10 minutes to try and get you that equalizer you know he wants to win he hates losing and that's not something that you should just throw away I don't you know the thing is at the end of the day we're not Arteta we don't know what's happened um you can't say for sure that uh Gwendouzi didn't massively fucking undermine Arteta but at the same time going through the media making it public it just decreases his value it like not only do you have a player that Arsenal want to loan out and they don't want in their first team anymore you also bring out the fact he's got a bad attitude as soon as you say a player's got a bad attitude it probably decreases their value by depending on who they are anywhere between 10 to 30 to 40 percent of their actual value when you when you you know when you shit talk them in the media it's just not it was clear that arsenal didn't want him if we'd have gone if we'd have played it clever and said that we're learning out for more experience you know or whatever at the end of the season because the brighton game happened towards the end of the season if i remember correctly and if we just kept it behind closed doors um you know, he had a bit part role towards the end of the season, or he just stayed on the bench at the end of the season, then, you know, there would be nothing confirmed to say that there was a massive spat or anything. And then you you could probably sell him for 20 million. Or, you you know, you can do something about it. It was clear from when it happened and when Arteta, um, it all came out in the media that Arteta didn't want didn't want him anymore. And that's... that's so what that's, came out was Arteta, I believe, trying to protect himself because yeah. people were questioning why he wasn't playing. So Arteta, had, I'm sure, and had the club leak the story about him refusing to apologise and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's difficult because there's, there's a fine line between ha- a player having attitude um, and you know, just being a bit cuter about stuff. And I feel like Arsenal could have been cuter and we probably would have a player that we could sell for 20-odd million at least. Um and it, it hasn't worked out that way. I imagine COVID, COVID hasn't helped with player fees. If COVID hadn't existed, I imagine a lot of players, um, there wouldn't be, you know, Barcelona trying to scrape players on a free transfer and all that sort of bollocks. Um, COVID's massively impacted the financial uh, restraints of most clubs. So um, for the next, you know, at least the next five years or so, I imagine that transfer fees are going to be at a, a modern kind of all-time low in terms of like, you know, at the height of where money is at the moment compared to the transfer fees that are going through. I know that they'll be a lot higher than, say, 10 years ago, but comparably where they were for a few years and seasons ago when, like, Neymar was going for, like, 200 million and that sort of shit, 
they're not going to be anywhere near that for a good five years, I'd say. We'll see what Kane goes for this summer. Yeah, I mean, but at the same, yeah, at the same time, it's not going to go anywhere near where like Neymar and Mbappe kind of fees. I think you know, I, I I'm not sure Kane's going to go anywhere. I don't want to go into it too much because I don't fucking like Tottenham, but um, I he's he's going to be priced out of a move. There's no way Kane's moving, in my opinion, unless Tottenham bite the bullet. But or so, if he re- go on. what other Arsenal news have we got to bring to the table now? Because we haven't got too long. Sully, you told me that you had some Arsenal stuff that you wanted to talk about, man. What are you saying? <laughs> well, um, I think us um, apparently we have um, we have submitted bids for Locatelli and and also um, uh, Osem Hua. Yep. Um, I've heard that we've submitted a bid for him as well. Uh, apparently, Locatelli has rejected us. Um, yeah. Like, so saying, saying he's not, he doesn't want to come. We knew that would happen. In all yeah. fairness, we knew that was going to happen. It was too good yeah, to be true. Yeah. Let's, yeah me, and, um, me and Jamie spoke about the the Locatelli one the other day. Yeah. Which, so the Uar one the I saw. Uar one, yeah. Um, it's not by a proper source. It's done by like a a French source that's known for being like trying to get clicks rather than be but it's what we want to hear so let's fucking have it and um so he's, <laughs> it sounds like and then to be fair afc bell the twitter account that's been right most of the time has said that he's not the main target and that madison is but if we don't get madison we'll go for Ua, which is fine because Ua would be a lot cheaper and up until last season the uh you know the, the summer before this was considered a much more expensive bigger better player than he is now so if he's just on a cheap then that's fine he's got a year left and he'd be 25 million euros which is fine considering yeah. that we're about to pay 35 million pounds for Neves who are, like is fine but isn't a world like a standout 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 world changing player that transforms your team I'm fine going for Uar instead yeah no I get you I get you it's just yeah it's a tricky one it's a tricky one I think uh his values massively decreased um from when we were trying to sign him like a year or two ago um I still think he's good enough Oh, I mean, you know, at, th- at this point, we can't really <laughs> afford... Fucking take anyone. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we're not going to be able to buy players like Grealish. We're not going to be able to buy players that are world-class and for 80, 90 million. We've got to build with players that have the potential to be world-class or very good players that are be- slightly below world-class. That's the only way we're going to get back into the top four. Um, I- I've seen quoted around like 17, 18 million Um if we can make a deal for that kind of fee, that's that's good. I haven't. I don't know how long he's got left on this contract. I don't know if that's played I a think part. It's just a year. Um, so I mean, I'd I'd happily pay you know 17 million, even if he's only got a year left on his contract, because we need enforcements in midfield. Um, he'd be a good backup or rotation for Smith Rowe, um, depending on what position we wanted to play him in. I think he primarily plays. As a ten, or at least as an attacking midfielder, from what I'm aware, of right? like he can play deeper, plays an eight. Oh, he plays as an eight. Okay, so potentially that could be an option with Partey, but um, especially against the more defensive teams that we face, um, maybe against like a Man City or a Liverpool, that sort of team, we need to go a bit more defensively solid. But um, we'll see. I, I, I've got to the point now. Um, I'm hoping it's just the Euros, um, and they're taking up a lot of the limelight. Um, and being able to sign players because um, players are still away at the Euros and not really dealing with clubs. But um, we need to go and move on because these players need to be integrated into the teams. They need to, you know, we notoriously take about a month after we bid for a player to actually finally sign them. So by, by this point, we're going to have no signings by the start of the season. 
What do you think, Sally, about the uh, news? What do you think? Yes or no? Yes, maybe. Would rather have him instead or would rather have someone else instead? I'd rather... um, um, I'd rather... um, To to be quite... but even with the war news, uh, like um, even though he's been linked to it, I don't think he's gonna come. I don't think he's he, he's a player that is gonna um, um, that is gonna re- re- reject his other offers because it's not it's not it's not just Arsenal in it. Um, Real Madrid are also in it as well. Oh, okay, we can't. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah I think like, it, so, it's heavily so, dependent on on who else is coming in for him. I think yeah. Yeah, so um, so I don't think we we're gonna sign him. I've, um, I think the Madison transfer. I didn't believe it at first, but I think that could that has a likelihood of happening. So that's the one I'm saying, not the wild one. I think the Madison one is more likely to happen. Right, let's leave it I there. We'll we, see what happens. Hello. Yeah, go on. Now let's call yeah, it there. Yeah, let's call it there. Let's call it. That's been a great episode. Got to the final, it's coming home. I feel it in my veins. Let's let's inject it. Let's <laughs> go all the way. Let's, let's go. Let's go. If you're making it to Sunday's game and you want to sell your tickets, we will buy them, but yeah, not yeah. for that much. <laughs> we can't afford it. Yeah, but if yeah, you're selling yeah. them for a reasonable price, hit us up in the DMs on Instagram at North London's mm. Most Red and Kieran will leave his baby and his baby mum and come back from his holiday early to get to the stadium. Or just, uh, yeah, or just gift us the tickets. <laughs> because, yeah, no. I mean, uh, Jamie will probably pay. You could probably get like extra money from Jamie but then if you give me mine for free I'm happy with that <laughs> it double charge him and then give to slip me mine and then we won't say anything about it thank you very much for listening that's been this episode we'll be back after the final to either cry with tears of joy or cry with tears of upsetness so thank you very much yeah, cheers yeah. bye let's go thanks Eddie yeah, right. appreciate it man thank you thank you for having me